0: Hey, humanoids. On today's episode of the Masked Man Show, we're going to discuss WrestleMania and all its glory, uh, all of the NXT call-ups to Raw and SmackDown, NXT TakeOver, the Superstar Shakeup, and everything else that's gone on in this crazy week of wrestling. As always, we're part of the Ringer Podcast Network, where you can listen to my other podcast, The Press Box, on the Channel 33 podcast feed. This week, Brian Curtis and I talk about the hiring and firing of Kevin D. Williamson at The Atlantic and The Simpsons' problem with a poo. And be sure to check out TheRinger.com. There's a lot of great WrestleMania 34 writing on there. One by Jacqueline Cantor, how WrestleMania 34 belonged to the women. Kenny Herzog. I've got a piece that's coming up. Check it out. Now let's get on with the show.
1: Hey, peckerheads. It's me, Peter Rosenberg, the most mage mage caster of them all. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Rose Battle Season 1 champion Mike Lawrence. This is Scott Lester. This is Trey Kirby. This
2: is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE superstar Braun Strowman. My is Kevin Owens. I have Nakamura.
1: I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to the. You know you're listening to the. You're listening and to. You're listening and to. You're listening to the Masked Man the Masked Show. Man the Mask Man Show. The, Masked the Masked Man, Man Show. The Man, 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 Man Show. The Man Show. Yes,
0: To the Masked Man Show. I'm your host, David Shoemaker, along with Dave Schilling, as always, and our new honorary third chair. Pitch Mr. Perfect. Pitch Mr. Perfect. Skylar Aston, how you doing, man? I'm
1: great, man. I have a slight WrestleMania hangover.
0: We have been
2: apart for roughly 48 hours, and now we're all three back together. Yeah, we spent basically four or five days together, and uh, I never want to see either of you again, but here we are. That king-size bed was not big enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Head to foot, baby.
0: It's WrestleMania. WrestleMania was on Sunday. We got a ton of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about... Um, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. We'll talk about Ronda Rousey's spectacular debut. Um, Nakamura and AJ, all of WrestleMania, uh, as well as the Raw, after, the Raw after WrestleMania, the SmackDown after WrestleMania. These are trademark WWE terms now. All the people that debuted, and we're going to look ahead to the Superstar ShakeUp next week. I'm sure we'll talk about a million other things too, but let's jump right in. Um, WrestleMania was a long show. There was a lot of talk going in that it could be one of the best WrestleManias of all time. It certainly was one of the longest. <laughs> uh, and it was good. It was really, really good. I mean, I th- we all, everyone who was there, at least that we talked to, seemed to have a really good time. But it must be said that the last match... Uh,
1: the crowd turned.
0: The crowd turned. The, the last match did, did not, was not a good way to go out. Nope. It seemed to change people's opinion of the whole show. For everyone listening to this, and you know, you know if you're listening to this show. But Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar had their had their main event match. Now, to their credit or or in their defense, by the time that match started, everybody would have rather been just about anywhere else. I mean, it was it had gone on for a very long time. Roman Reigns, we know the backstory there. People are gonna people are gonna boo him uh, either because they actually hate him or more because they think they're supposed to boo him now at these big events. And it makes it tough for him to have a big heroic moment at the end of the show. Um, also, there was just a lot of, it was a strange match. In a lot of ways, it really it echoed their previous WrestleMania match. It had a lot of similar spots. It had a lot of kind of beats that, that were, at least to me, uh, were reminiscent of of 31. Um, but Lesnar, this is much clearer on the video than it was live. Lesnar was, I, it was, it was a strange match for him. He was either exhausted or deliberately sandbagging for a lot of that match. There were a lot of very, like, blown spots where he threw Roman, into like, headfirst into the table. And the biggest thing is that, I mean, the most shocking moment was that after bloodying Roman Reigns in a very brutal way, an unsettlingly brutal way. Maybe too much color. Yeah, um, Lesnar won. And everybody in that arena, how many people were there, Dave? 80,000. If there were 80,000 people there, well, if there are 80,000 people there, I'll eat my shoe. But if there were 80,000 people (laughs) there, 79,000 of them were 100% sure that Roman Reigns was going to leave the champion. And Lesnar won. And then Lesnar went backstage and apparently yelled at Vince McMahon. This is all stage setting for the conversation we're about to have. Um, So let's rewind a little bit. What what did you think about the match, Skyler? And... uh, and what what should they have done something different? I don't even know what the question is here. Well, here here's my take.
1: I think I'm one of the people in the minority who I had a bit of a second wind heading into the main event. All I right. was really really excited for it, and when I, I wonder, you know, I actually haven't rewatched it on the network. I wonder if you watch it on mute. And if they framed out all the beach balls properly, Mm -hmm. if it it was a four-star match, I mean... I
0: I think it was really... I don't think it was a four-star match. I think there was too much mess, but I agree with you. I enjoyed the the match, and and I wasn't... I'm never a part of these disrespectful chance, but even if I were I was engaged in the match except for the chanting that was going on all around
1: it was just weird I mean Schilling and I were next to each other just going this is insane yeah. I mean it was it won beach ball and then it becomes a sea of beach balls and then that this is awful chance I mean I don't know if you guys heard it on the network but it was deafening in there it was the crowd fully turned so I think that that contributed to Brock's mood I think his being winded was because he's slightly out of shape right now yeah um you could just see it on him but he, Dave and I were in front of hard camera, so we get to see you know where he's looking when he's sure. doing the beatdowns, and he looked as confused as confused as we felt. To mm-hmm. be honest, I, I, I felt like it, there was just a mounting frustration, and no one could really say why, other than the fact that we've been told we're we're supposed to boo Roman viciously when he comes out. We're supposed to just like hate what they're giving us. Um, I was ready for Roman to go over, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I've accepted it. I, I don't like Brock. I don't want him around anymore, especially if he's going to be as you know, part a part-timer as he's been. Mm-hmm. The mystique's gone for me, and I'm done with the beast incarnate. I, I was ready for Roman Reigns to get some new challengers. And um, yeah, maybe he'd have like some mixed reactions when he was holding up the red belt, but I did not see it going that way at all.
2: I definitely anticipated a negative reaction, and I said it on the show last week, this is not going to go the way they want it to go and a lot of people have blamed it on the length of the show and people were tired and all that stuff but people were excited for Shinsuke and AJ and that was the the match like those two matches before and people were still pumped for that and that match ended up being kind of slow and not having a lot of high spots and sort of the the air came out of the balloon uh, and then people were excited and actually cheering for the Nicholas stuff in the in the stadium. Yeah. Right. That was over. I, I know was people... literally
1: raising my hand like a mark to
2: be picked. <laughs> <laughs> I know people thought it was stupid. They were watching it on TV, but it was over with the crowd. Uh, and then you get to this match, and the way that they've set it up is it's an inevitability. Roman Reigns is going to win. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar is a bad guy. And... People naturally don't like Roman Reigns. Especially the 80,000 people, 78,000, however many you know, WWE says were there. People in that stadium, they're the hardcore fans and they don't like Roman Reigns. That's yeah. just a fact, unfortunately. So we're all gearing up for it to be the coronation. That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen and, and it doesn't even feel like he's going to win after a half of the match. It's just like, I don't know what's going on. He gets bloodied. There's no one to cheer in the match. People don't like Roman Reigns, and you've made everyone hate Brock Lesnar. At least with WrestleMania 31, people wanted to see Brock win. But when you decide you're going to bury Brock Lesnar on TV and make him look like a piece of shit, Then everyone's going to turn on the match because there's no one that they like. Yeah, so they set themselves up for
0: failure. And add to that the the fact that Dana White came out and said Brock's returning to UFC in the week, several days before WrestleMania. So there was some of that WrestleMania 20 heat too that people were just like, "Forget you, Brock. You're leaving us again." The
2: miscalculation was assuming that if you make Brock Lesnar more hateable, people will automatically root for Roman Reigns. Sure. I mean, it's not even
0: that. I mean, it's not just that. That's true, but it's also, I mean, listen. I wrote about this years ago, obviously when, when, when Lesnar beat the undertaker at WrestleMania 30, they, it was 30, correct? Mm -hmm. WrestleMania 30. They, it was the kind of shock. Like we like surprises in wrestling. That was a bad surprise because we were not, we were not expecting it to the, to such a degree that we, that everybody was just like shaken by it. Now, I think there's a place for that in pro wrestling. Don't get me wrong, mm. but um, there, this is a direct, this is like a direct spit out of that. I think part of it. I think Vince Th- certainly liked the the attention that that shot got, even though all the articles were like, "What the hell is WWE doing?" That got a lot of mainstream press. Yeah. but and this is, in some ways, a, a spinoff of that because it's it's a shock almost for its own sake. And the reason why it was, reason why I thought it was so ineffective, is because all of the storyline leading up to it. Was Roman Reigns getting handcuffed and getting beat down? Roman Reigns, you know, it was Roman Reigns was, it doesn't matter if you don't like Roman Reigns. We are conditioned to be Uh, expecting him to win this match. It was
1: a foregone conclusion that he was gonna win. So when Brock went over or at least started getting the heat at the end, everyone was slightly, you know, when Roman had the Crimson Mask, everyone was going, it, it wasn't even a question of, wait a second. There wasn't that excitement. It was, it was utter confusion mm-hmm. and disillusionment. And, and the difference between that and the streak ending is that that, that actually aged really well. When you look back at it, we we see it as an amazing shock, a a cultural event. You know, this is always just going to go down as a somewhat screwy main event on an otherwise really uh, show that, especially halfway through the card, looked like it was on its way to being a really amazing, maybe even the best ever mania. Yeah. If I mean, you could have topped the Ronda stuff, if you could have had AJ and Shinsuke top that one and then Roman and Brock stay on par or go, you know, oh, dare I? And maybe the Braun thing was shrunken down just a little yeah. bit. Less, uh, maybe one less lap around the ring looking for a partner.
0: I, I just think that, I mean, we, we we need to move on and talk about Ronda Rousey who you just mentioned, but it, it seems like I, I, you know, you never want to do second guessing fantasy booking because you could ever, you know, it, it seems so easy and whatever, but Everything seems easier than it is. But I was getting like text messages from I got a text message from my buddy Tom who's like not a hardcore fan and he was like it would be so awesome and we've heard this a million times. It'd be so awesome if Heyman turned on Brock and helped le- and helped Roman win. And I was like and that's like I don't know there's probably a million reasons why that didn't happen or why they didn't consider it or whatever else but like that's a great solution to solving all of these problems, right? Mhm. Yeah, we don't have or, to, or, or everybody some... goes crazy because there's a turn. Everybody, if you're booing, if you're booing Roman, then you're doing the right thing because now he's a heel aligned with Heyman. Uh, we all know, I mean, we all think at that point that Brock's leaving, but he can, if he wants to stick around to get his revenge for six months or something, then there's a
2: storyline reason for it. It's all, I mean, that's, it just seemed like such a wild miscalculation. At the end of the day, we know now why they, they did it because the title change is happening in Saudi Arabia. Okay, so that that's. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: And so that they can key, uh, they can break Punk's record.
2: I, well, they, they won't, they won't because, because of Saudi Arabia. It's, 20, it's the 27th of this month. It's like a Friday in, in like a two weeks. It's, What's I don't the think next? They, I don't think they care about the record because they no. never talk about it. Okay. I think they just want to put the belt on Roman Reigns in front of a a, a non-smarky crowd. Absolutely. A, and, they, and they pissed on WrestleMania in order to do that. Which is fine. I mean, everyone who was at WrestleMania will go to every WrestleMania till the end of time because they love wrestling. But you give these basically new fans or newish fans who don't see a lot of WWE a title change. It's kind of a it's good. It's a good look for a new market.
1: He'll definitely get cheered, and then he gets to come back, and we've already kind of come to grips with it when he returns with the belt on Raw. Yep, the title rather.
0: Can we talk about the? Can someone explain to me why this event is called the Greatest Royal Rumble? Because they can't call it the Royal Rumble? Is it just because they, they just like test marketed all the words that all that they have under copyright
2: and those are the ones that people responded to in Saudi Arabia? I think th- by having a Royal Rumble with 50 guys in it, you can guarantee that a lot of people are going to be on the show.
0: Yeah, and
1: it's the greatest in scale and you yeah, know, obviously 50. a number. It's 50 guys. I,
0: I get that the Royal Rumble, that this is a Royal Rumble ma- style match, but
2: the... the
0: I don't care about how many people or the 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 time between the people who come in. the definition The the definitionally, the Royal Rumble is the thing that happens in January to lead to WrestleMania. Yes, but this is
2: the greatest Royal Rumble, so it's a totally different type of Royal Rumble. Talk about
0: <laughs> talk about calling your shot. This is supposed to be the greatest WrestleMania ever, and look what we got. The uh, I'm just kidding. It was a wonderful time. It was a good show. Uh, it was really good. Last last note on on Roman and uh, and and Brock. I was I was sitting right behind. I got those like Primo HBO Andre the Giant Bill Simmons seats, and I was sitting right behind the families that they were cycling in for the event. And um, right in front of me was was Roman's dad, Sika, who famously like almost murdered someone after WrestleMania 31 because he thought Roman was going to win and didn't know about the swerve. Like he, all the, all the rest, all the dads who are wrestlers still live in kayfabe, you know, and I was sitting right behind him and was with Dipperstein and I just looked over and was like, oh no, this is going to end badly. We were like kind of scooching in the other direction. Uh, Sika held himself together. Uh,
2: Thank God someone smartened him up.
1: However, if you think that the Brock Vince altercation, you should have seen Sika and Shane backstage. I'm just kidding. Can you imagine if he, did? <laughs> he, he just he just Sika would
2: have Apparently,
0: put him in a hole. One of the stories
2: was that Shane like jumped between Vince and Brock and like challenged Brock. Or... Now we have a little bit more perspective than some people, not a ton. Shane McMahon looked to be in a great mood at the party. He was having wine and enjoying yeah. himself. Oh, listen, I don't know if there was an altercation or not. It's it's good for the storyline, but he uh, didn't look like someone who'd just gotten in the way of a no, UFC no, no. fighter. No, absolutely not. I, I listen, I mean when when I
0: for, I heard about the Brock Vince thing Im- immediately after the show um and eh, I don't know. I it felt like one of those game of telephone things. Like if you don't I know that that Gorilla at WrestleMania is a big is a big area, but there I don't I mean, I wasn't hearing it from people who bore witness to it and I don't think any of the reports were, were sourcing it to people who bore witness to it with their own eyes maybe they did I don't know it felt a lot to me like it was overblown and even if it actually happened 100% as it, it was reported like is it that hard to imagine that Brock Lesnar is very aware that he had a bad match and is taking it out on someone else yeah you know I mean it's it's not that he's a he's a he's a living monster like this is a normal this would be the reaction for I just shit the bed and the crowd was booing me even though I won yeah I mean, that's so he go backstage, you yell at the first person you see, you blame it on them, and then it's then it blows over. Yep. Because they offer you a bunch of money to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> exactly. Um conspicuous, by the way, that uh WWE announced that Brock Lesnar has re-signed with them, but didn't announce a term. Um, according, I believe, to Meltzer, it's a short-term deal with UFC outs. Uh Dana White was there on Sunday as well. And the best believable conspiracy theory I heard leading up to WrestleMania was that he was he that Brock hadn't signed, hadn't yet signed the UFC deal that he had been offered. And Dana was worried that this was going to be a DeAndre Jordan situation where he was just Brock would sign with whoever, you know, happened to be next to him when he was holding a pin. Yeah. You know, so which is what happened the last time his contract was up. Yeah. And he went with WWE. So I, uh, you know, there there's a whole lot of drama there. We'll we'll I'm sure be talking about that in weeks to come. Now that you know, that was a that was a weird ending to WrestleMania. But I don't we no one would have expected, you know, Brock Lesnar to win, but definitely no one was expecting Ronda Rousey to be the breakout star of the show and to have the best match, the biggest pop, the just the most I mean, no one was expecting her to look like a natural in the ring. I
2: mean, that's for sure. It She's was crazy. Gigantic baby face. Everyone was behind her. Uh her husband was like a row in front of us and they were having the best time of their life. Uh it was amazing to see how good her facials were compared to other times you've seen her in a ring um, how good her timing was how well she understood her sort of role on the apron as the tag partner and trying to get to that tag trying to get to that tag sometimes it was a little too much and I would have like toned it down but I love the match I wish it was slightly shorter I wish Triple H had tapped out and I got some heat for that on Twitter Um, but I think that would have been a more impactful finish than the Double pedigree tease. I didn't need that. That was the high point of the match to me.
1: But and, and I agree with you. We both looked at each other like, oh wow, that was the finish. Just do it. She should have tapped. Yeah. However, the crowd disagrees. They were in on every false finish. They were in on the ending. They love the the uh, the poetic, you know, moment between Stephanie and Triple H reaching towards themselves as they were both being put out of their misery. Mm-hmm. I I thought, I mean, I never have expected it to have gone that well, and then in in retrospect, I go, why didn't I? Because I was actually at UFC 157, her her debut in the UFC, and when she um put Katsangano out in 14 seconds and. I there there's that spirit when she comes out. People just freak out. It feels important. It feels exciting. And I was concerned when she came out um waving and smiling to the to the fans again. I thought we were going to see that, you know, that grimace and her just come beelining down the ramp. Um and I even turned to Schilling. I was like, "No, pick one. Come on. What are you going to you yeah. know, this is fight time. Do yep. the thing." And um maybe they'll smooth that out, but I don't know. It almost I mean, she, it worked? It worked. The fact that she pulled that off, everyone was, uh, who am I to say that she should be doing something different? It was, it was perfect. It was, it was yeah. amazing. She
2: did the smiling and then turning into the grimace on Raw 2, and it's almost like she's the Incredible Hulk. Don't make her angry. She's yeah. a nice person. She's a babyface. But when you cross her, she's gonna tear you apart.
0: I mean, I think the real model for her is Lesnar, right? I mean, Lesnar can work more of a heel just because of the way he looks or whatever. But I think that Rousey, if Rousey does be does you know become a full time wrestler and and hang around and do a lot of events, I think that we'll see her against babyfaces. We'll see. I mean, in the in the future, but maybe the not too distant future. And I think that you know it's 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 not a babyface heel thing more so much as it is like a shoot fighting thing. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You, um it was an incredible an incredible uh moment we everybody was just like over the moon for that whole that whole match and it was just like you could feel <clears throat> first of all she was i mean like you said cheered the whole way through but you could feel sort of the tension not the tension like the the excitement rising in the match as it went along from the first time she yanked Steph's hair and pulled her over the rope and you were just like I mean, first of all, huge props to Stephanie McMahon, who was bumping like Z- Dolph Ziggler in there. I mean, yeah. she looked like a, like a seasoned pro. Um, but from the first the first thing that went right, everybody was just like, oh, wait. And then it just kind of kept building and building. And uh, it was it was really it was really cool. And I got one of my many just like odd hi- highlights was that later in the night, um there were two empty seats next to me and, and Ramona Shelburne came and sat down and I was just like, Hey, I introduced myself. And, um, and she's with her husband, who's a wrestling fan. And she was just like, you know, cause she's been writing about Ronda Rousey for forever, but, yeah. but, um, certainly she was there in that capacity. And, and she was like, like, that was really great. Right. Like I'm not the wrestling <laughs> expert you are, yeah. but like, wasn't that really great? And I was just like, yes. Yes, that was fantastic. Yeah, it was a so home amazing. run.
1: Does anyone also look better um, taking a beating in a corner than Triple H? Oh, the yeah. way he sold he, those punches uh, really oh, well. I was just amazing. Triple
2: H I, deserves a lot of credit for one really carrying Kurt Angle who couldn't do a ton of things. He he pulled off the spots he had mm-hmm. to pull off, but he couldn't bump super well. And Triple H made him look like a million bucks. Kurt did
0: another over the top rope spot <laughs> that you're just like, that. that's this is where he dies. Yeah, like, yeah. this is fantastic. That. Triple H is. Um, I mean, I love Triple H. Everybody knows this. For every for all the Triple H haters out there, who, who are you and why? First of, of all, there's of people are mad at him for burying people through his career and stuff. That's the Triple H with the shovel meme, is you know, and Triple H with all the titles and everything else. There's some legitimacy. The to, CM to Punk everything. bit,
1: yeah, yeah, I understand.
0: Um, but you know, a lot of the people that hate on Triple H are sort of wrestling or fancy themselves wrestling traditionalists. Like they, the, the problem with Triple H is that. You know he should have put Jeff Hardy over. He like judging by wrestling rules, this should have happened. Listen, if all of the if all of that burying, I'm just taking them taking the critics at their word. If all of that burying is true, and it was all just saving up the ammo to hand it over to Ronda Rousey someday to like to lie down for her, then maybe it was worth it. Like I don't know. sure. So
1: it really looks like she took down the king.
0: Yeah, she she yeah. slayed the. But he really did. I mean, my my only hang up of that match is that. I wanted to. Try, I would have liked to have a Triple H match. You know, like I like Triple H's. Triple
2: H in his like last act. I've said it a million times. Is my favorite version of Triple H. Me too. I he's a fascinating guy in that when you see him just talking about wrestling, he really loves it. He really loves wrestling, and 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 you know there are a lot of guys that are are smart favorites who have probably done things to undermine other people's careers because that's just how wrestling works it's yeah. a shark tank sure. the problem
0: with the only the problem with triple h is he's sort of a bad fit for a lot of the headliners like you know no it, it's hard to get too excited for him versus roman you know at WrestleMania. i mean him versus Seth. he when he fought Seth, that was a good storyline um but I, I feel like they should almost do like a Triple H main event challenge at WrestleMania from here on out and just let him fight somebody from the mid card, you know, and just let that be his thing. Because if you're going to put him in a match, I mean, the Rousey match was enormous. Yeah. But that wasn't like the best use of his in-ring skills. Sure.
2: Right? I I do think that having him and Stephanie be the antagonist made that a better match because nobody has more heat no. than Stephanie McMahon.
0: No. Um, and listen, the, and the, ma- the version of that match that we, the, that you, the people fantasy booked, four years ago was that rock would be in the angle position right because that's that was the first appearance of Rousey in the ring when she came out and, and backed up the rock um I think I feel like it, uh, this is sacrilege it was better without the rock it was better it was for, much better, it without the better rock. for Ronda Rousey absolutely, yeah, absolutely. For, for that oh, yeah
2: and, and and Rousey was the star you don't want her getting overshadowed by someone like the rock Kurt Angle is just big enough but not bigger than her because that it's her match and it was her coming out party
0: all right um next on our list of things we must discuss shinsuke nakamura versus daniel bryan i mean versus aj styles uh we'll get to daniel bryan um it, we said it going in there was only one way for this match to go and it was to disappoint us <laughs> you know i mean there like the that we our expectations were so high for that match it was it was uh probably untenable now we can talk about the match the biggest thing that happened was the was after the match when nakamura lost and then turned heel and hit Daniel Bryan in the balls and and it was, that was... Hit AJ Styles the balls.
1: Did I see Daniel Bryan Yeah, again. but we're really ready to don't worry, we'll get to Daniel Bryan next.
0: Damn! Uh, <laughs> AJ Styles in the balls and, and uh, but that was, okay, so that was a surprise as well. Contra the main event ending, that's the sort of surprise that we're accustomed to in wrestling. It's a good, it's shocking we're all talking about it after the show um, but it doesn't like mess with our expectations in such a way that we're unsettled. But anyway uh, the one thing, except for the main event I thought no matter what you thought of the in ring uh, quality of WrestleMania 34, no matter what you thought of the feuds building up, leading up to WrestleMania 34, uh, given that, like, you know, all of that stuff was set, the actual structure and booking of the show was really great. You know, like Vince McMahon, I guess, could have said, AJ and Nakamura, you get an hour and then maybe they'll have a classic. But if we're just assuming that the match time is sort of immutable, um, I, I, the 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 post match angle was just really well done, and the and the I'm, and I'm talking more overall. You are talking about how you were Skyler, you were you had more energy at the main event. You had a second win. I mean, I did too. They had built the show in such a way that you're that it was seven hours long, but like we were kind of there for like emotionally invested in the whole thing. I didn't
2: get bored. I did. I I felt like I was slightly disappointed that AJ and Nakamura was a slow match and that it didn't it have was a lot of match. high high spots. But the heel turn made me understand why that happened Mm -hmm. because they're not going to blow a bunch of like great spots and and innovative work for what's really chapter one of a longer story oh yeah this is a trilogy fight for sure so instead of saying go out and have 45 minutes and put on a classic and then do a heel turn it's like save all that good stuff for another pay-per-view save it for backlash save it for money in the bank whatever that show is That needs those big matches and Mm -hmm. those big moments. WrestleMania 34 didn't really need them to have a five-star classic. Yeah, they can they can
1: headline SummerSlam in their third match in a way, because now you care a lot. You care a lot about heel Nakamura versus babyface AJ Styles. I want to see
2: AJ Styles get his revenge. I don't necessarily, I wasn't invested emotionally in the match. I was excited to see those two guys wrestle. But now it's a story. And so, you know, why have them go forty five minutes?
0: Yeah, it sort of validates the whole like month of boring storytelling. They were just like, we respect each other.
2: Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, kind
0: do. of like Yeah, it was that. That was that was really good.
1: And he did get to come through on his promise of the need of face. <clears throat> yeah, he just, did. We didn't know to what capacity. Right.
0: Um, he was also great on SmackDown. We'll get to that in a minute. Before we move on, let's take a quick break. Spending too much time at the office or on the couch or sitting in your car, you begin to confuse what you do with who you are. That's why you need Spartan. Spartan is an obstacle course racing company with races for every athletic ability and skill level. But it's not just a race, chilling, it's a way of life. With over 60 races all around the country, starting with the three plus mile, 20 plus obstacle spread, all the way to the 14 plus mile, 30 plus obstacle beast, any racer can find what's right for them As long as you leave your excuses behind, you work hard, you push yourself through the weekday grind with grit, discipline, and determination. Bring that same determination to Spartan and a race near you. Let it propel you through hills, climbs, and carries. Will it be easy? No. But will it be worth it? Absolutely. Sign up for the best weekend meeting of your life and race alongside fellow Spartans like Randy Moss. Excuses don't live here. Find your Spartan race today. Visit spartan.com slash masked for an exclusive offer to find a race near you and view training and nutrition tips. And now, back to the show. The other big match, the other main event level match, although it was uh, like two minutes long, was The Undertaker versus John Cena. What a weird scene. John Cena sitting in the crowd. That was really well executed as well. The run to the back was bizarre, but... um, you know, talking about fantasy booking, Rosenberg or somebody said as we were sitting there, like he should have just been sitting in the chair, have the show go off the air, like have him sit there the whole night. Chiron on the screen, WWE, see you back here next, you know, t- tomorrow night on Raw, and then the gong hits, and then then you have your five minute squash match, and you
2: have your happy ending that we did not get at WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, but but
0: the match, I guess the, the concern is the match is too sh- I mean too short to really be a main event. You know, we weren't sure how Undertaker was going to do. He looked fine um yeah, did it in was, a step yeah was it, but it was very very brief
2: yeah as as it should have been i think it was perfect the way that it was done elias got his little moment since they couldn't get the rock on the show uh and then you have a match that quite frankly if it had been 2 minutes longer it would have been too long uh, and I love John Cena having a, a healthy sense of humor about himself right now, <laughs> because he basically was just like a clown the entire night. He can afford to, yeah. He John can 100% afford. John Cena to.
0: was literally on an airplane before WrestleMania was over, leaving town to go to his next publicity hit or movie uh, movie set or whatever he's doing.
2: Yeah. And that's fine. You know, John Cena is a made man for the rest of his life, as long as he doesn't get in a horrific drunk driving accident or something. That's what. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he does something inappropriate, then people will lose their affection for him. No, you're but... right. You know, you're right. I, I think that it, it was, a, and and kudos to him. He put in
0: more bell to bell time than anybody else at WrestleMania. I mean, as far as camera time, I I've I complain when I'm when I have the incredible luxury and honor of sitting close to the ring. I always say I would rather sit on hard camera side because it's it's a lot it's a lot of weird abstract pressure to make sure that your face like is sure. is ready you, to be you might get caught on camera. The last thing I need is some people tweeting me pictures of myself like with a hot dog in my <laughs> mouth when when some and looking the other way when like
2: the biggest moment of WrestleMania is happening. God, I know? wish I had time to get a hot dog. Oh, it was a, it was rough. We could not get concessions to save our lives. <laughs> Skylar ate someone's. Cold nachos,
1: cold nachos. They were delicious. I needed it. I oh, needed. Did someone offer? You I needed the cold some. B- yes, yes. Oh, because okay. I was like, God, I would love nachos. And this couple behind me was like, We actually don't even want the rest of ours. It's only ten minutes old. And let me tell you, she said thirty minutes old. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> kayfabe only, baby. Um, yeah. let, let's go back to John Cena. And less about my nachos. I I loved the match. I love the length. I thought it was perfect. I loved all the taker stuff. I actually didn't mind the run to the back. The reason being that when the ref came out. I don't know if people now remember in retrospect, it was, um, it was right after the Charlotte Asuka blow-off. Uh-huh. So I think that we were led to believe the ref running out was actually maybe a Carmella Cashin.
2: It was a little tease, yeah. That's it was a,
1: that's a little tease. I that. almost wish it could have been more. So everyone's like, oh, maybe like two refs coming out, three refs coming out. You're, and they're looking behind them as if like,
0: oh, here comes someone. Like it's about to happen. I think if, to me it's just like we're not – I know kayfabe and everything, but like the referee would not be the one telling John Cena that thing. And what was it? Did really helped the show? Should have been Jamie Noble.
2: Yeah, I I did. What if like, Kevin Dunn came? Out? <laughs> I did like the fact that these those segments sort of ran into each other because you have to remember this is a television broadcast. Yeah, oh, of course. And it's like the momentum keeps moving, and yeah, we had this great moment, but now something else is happening, and it keeps people's attention, and didn't detract at all from that moment, in my opinion. That was uh, maybe the match of the night. Uh, if not Rhonda uh, and her Undertaker Scene was a match Charlotte Oscar,
0: yes for sure um,
1: I didn't but, like the Charlotte was ready for Oscar a bit uh, no, it's just we didn't need it
2: I, I thought it was great I thought it, it cemented that Oscar was a baby face and the respect that they showed to each other after was something you don't yeah, get a lot of I miss. think maybe if she had
0: just, if Oscar had been a little bit less like happy when she said it that's the thing and also
1: just the hugging I, 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 I don't love it when that happens. I think that should be preserved. I mean, it is WrestleMania, so they, they should mm-hmm. get that sentimental moment. But I would have loved more of an attitude of... You know, you could even say Charlotte was ready for Asuka this time. Yeah. Or whatever. I would have liked to see, like, look, you got the better of me. You know, when it's that two baby faces sure. thing, it's just like the we'll see each other down the line. Because to me, you know, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the Nakamura bowing to AJ Styles spot. Um but yeah. y-
2: y- you know what I mean? I mean that created a nice tease for that match because you're like, Oh, they're doing it again, another respect thing. And then it turns into a heel turn. I thought those two matches worked really well together because you automatically, for whatever, for obvious reasons, think about Asuka and, and Nakamura on the same level yeah. or in the same way. Um, I thought it was fine. It made me like Asuka more, but we're off topic. There was a, now hey, we know I'm that we know, picky too. That's top, that was the next yeah. topic. I mean, the, the,
0: my my uh one just one weird sidebar about the match is that there was a WWE released all these beautiful photos afterwards. I don't know if it was WWE.com or an Instagram photo, but they had Rick Rick Flair posing with Charlotte Nasca in the that. locker room afterwards and the the first thing my mind went to was NXT Takeover Brooklyn 1 where um they and I again was sitting behind the celebrities. It's like the last time I actually had the, the primo seats, but they—that was when Oscar made her debut, as I think Kana was—is what they called her on the screen, and she was sitting next to Ric Flair. And it was they would remember when they would just cycle in at the, at the takeover. Yeah, 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 They cycle in so like the old wrestlers. Smokey comes in. Yeah, it's like hey, look, the the Wolfpack is watching or whatever, and it's always the same seat. Like they're not actually watching. the Right, they're watching it backstage on a monitor, but. Ric Flair and Asuka were sitting side by side, and Ric Flair had no idea who he was sitting next to, which is not (laughs) – I'm not saying it's a knock on Ric Flair. He doesn't need to be, like, watching indie wrestling on his iPhone all day or anything, but – it was just sort of like, it was just a, a very odd moment that he was just like, you know, looking at her like, who is this stranger well, sitting next to now he knows yeah. who she is. That Say my Flair. That should have been the storyline yeah. <laughs> story just like leading up to it. Just like, your
2: dad doesn't respect me I think I it, will make you pay. If you really break it down and think about like the character motivations for why she was so respectful at the end, maybe it's that she, she never felt like anyone was on her level and now she's like, I have someone who understands.
1: Got it. Maybe it's the, yeah, okay, I'll stay, WWE. You know, may, now there's, you know, I didn't go through the whole roster. And it keeps her on Raw. Yep.
0: Uh, you know, they'll see each and other it's, down it's the line. it's all about Charlotte speaking and Ronda Rousey. Speaking on of on Raw, we're going to discuss the Superstar shakeup up uh, momentarily. Before we get away from, um, is there any other notes on on Cena? Oh, the one more thing on Cena Undertaker. I thought that what my big takeaway was that you know we've been we've been predicting the undertaker's retirement since wrestlemania 30 at least i mean i wrote i wrote i was just rereading my postmortem after the after that event and it was just like yeah undertaker lost and presumably will be announcing his retirement soon i mean we've been we've been watching it i mean he did retire last year it's not even he like seemed to retire he retired last year came back for this john cena match and i, I think part i mean he's getting really old but there's also this pressure of having I mean his 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 late career run against Shawn Michaels against Triple H all these WrestleMania matches have been so great that there's a lot of pressure to keep that quality level up but now the door is open for him just to have squash matches at WrestleMania every year. Well, yeah.
1: I don't understand. They just announced him versus Rusev in a <laughs> yeah, casket no. match in Saudi Arabia. To me, when I saw, I even put it on like my Instagram stories. When I got the shot of him going out of the ring after the win. I was like, now he gets to ride off into the sunset. Nope. Not even, cl- it's nope. like, no, we're just going to keep on going. If you have
2: a multi-million dollar deal with the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, you are bringing the Undertaker. I get it. I get it. I what is What if the I mean, you know, the
0: news just came out today that that um uh UFC's rights uh t- television rights have sold to um what, to NBC and ESPN allegedly. Allegedly. Uh you're right. Very alleged. But the, you know and, and then the the uh, your mind immediately goes to, well does this mean that WWE to Fox is more of a done deal than we knew up to now? Because it's weird that that Fox would just let those let UFC walk without something else without a right. a, a plan B in their back pocket. Um, Seems to be trending. That what if way. just the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia bought WWE's <laughs> TV rights? What if they're like, we're only going to air. Doug, we're going to give you ten billion dollars and only air Raw in Saudi Arabia. And, Move be-
2: here if you want to have some fun. Saudi princes are done with with uh, the. Premier League uh, uh-huh. and soccer and now they want to buy the entirety of WWE. And well, then I guess the sure. whole women's
1: division goes away, huh? Yeah,
2: <laughs> Bye-bye. Wow. Bye-bye. Yeah, That's kind of not some being mentioned. Like Shimmer
0: is going to be awesome. Yeah. If they, um, yeah, that would... Anyway... Uh, that the, the
2: Greatest Royal Rumble, when is that? It's April 27th? I believe the 27th. It's a Friday afternoon, which should be interesting for all the marks So out we'll there.
0: have other episodes of the Masked Man Show to go over the Greatest Royal yeah. Rumble. Come on, WWE fans don't have anything to do on a Friday oh, night. Oh,
2: no, it's an afternoon, brother.
1: All right. Pregame. At my place, no. Watch greatest yeah, real? Why don't we use
2: like tailgate
0: <laughs> outside of Skylar's house? Is it, is it afternoon in, on the out here in L.A. or is it just afternoon on the East
2: Coast? I feel like it's.
1: it's ca- I feel like yeah. I feel like it's more of like a noon or one here. Yeah, we got a in- nooner
0: on our hands, folks. Oh, we should man. just watch it
2: here at the at the Ringer offices. I am, I'm
0: I'm 100 down for this. Great. I'm anyway, here too. we'll make our plans off the yeah. air.
2: <laughs> uh, I would rather talk about no, everybody Ryan's listening.
0: Down. This is invited to Skylar
2: Aston's house. <laughs> Perfect. His address is uh, no, one two three Fake Street. Um... Three right.
1: sixteen gimmickster. <laughs> oh
2: my god! god so damn, son we
0: got so there's still so much to talk about. And all, and after all this, we haven't even mentioned the fact that the Andre the Giant documentary debuted on HBO last night as we're recording this. If you didn't watch it, you're a bad
2: fan of the show. Yeah, you're, absolutely, you're a bad person, and yeah, you've,
0: you've hurt me personally. Um, also, if NXT. If you want to more, if you want to listen to a podcast that's about the Andre the Giant documentary specifically, Bill hadn't Bill, the Bill Simmons podcast. I um, had an interview with the director, Jason Hare, and Sean Fennessy was in that conversation, too. There's a lot of really cool stuff in there that'll kind of get you uh, prepped or hyped, or you can post-game the documentary by listening to that.
2: Yeah, and please read my piece on Bleacher Report. I inter- oh, yeah, fantastic oh. piece on Bleacher Report. Thank you. I interviewed Bill and Jason about the, about the film, and- uh- I loved it. I love the movie, but you there- guys know I loved it. And Come I just on. went
1: to the premiere and, uh, you know, shook I, some hands. I was there, too. Okay, whatever. The, the most, yeah, there's a, there's
2: a
0: <laughs> lot of stuff in there that, that you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff in there that people don't know about Andre. Starting with the fact that he's very short. Not to mention, <laughs> was, yeah, exactly. Not to mention, it's a
1: dog. it's a cool thing to have the the wife or the girlfriend or the whoever that doesn't doesn't quite support your wrestling mm-hmm. habits as much. It will open them up because it is very compelling, oh, yeah. funny at times. It's, it's 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 I think the best documentary wrestling documentary out there because it really transcends the, the sport.
0: Um. Well, I I just sat there and was interviewed and so and I, you know, I'm you're the not- star. <laughs> I can say because I hate watching myself on screen that um, I love the documentary and but and as a you know employee of the ringer I appreciate your kind words Um, moving on there uh, I'm just going to run through the rest of the WrestleMania card you guys raise your hand or scream or something if you have something that you desperately want to say okay. Um, Matt Hardy, Woken Matt Hardy, won the Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Great Br- choice. Bray
1: Wyatt needs new gear though, not Bray- just a leather apron. You don't like the apron? I don't hate the apron. I just want I want to see a little something different, a little a little.
0: Something now uh, no. that he's part of the yeah. Woken family. Yeah. I'm fine with
1: that too. Yeah. Just the way that Jeff Hardy
2: becomes Brother Nero, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and Matt Hardy puts the streak in his hair. Just a little thing. I think there was no better choice to win that match because Matt Hardy will make use of that trophy as a prop for the rest of the year, just talking to the trophy. Oh, yeah. Great. Fantastic. The only people, when I was watching the match and
0: the, I said the only two people who had a chance at winning were, to me, were him and Ziggler. But, and Ziggler's, you know, always the bridesmaid. So um, next is uh, Cedric Alexander. Um, won the Cruiserweight Championship, which was an incredible match. It was really fun. Mustafa Ali was fantastic as well. Both those guys, they have great chemistry and that was a cool match. My, I mean, honestly, one of the highlights of the night for me was that I was sitting behind Cedric's wife and daughter and his daughter is the cutest thing you've ever seen in the world. And (laughs) Uh, My son
2: is the cutest thing.
0: the The way they celebrated after he won was rivaled only by Nia Jax's brothers hugging and dancing in a circle after she won. <laughs> but but uh, as, uh, Nia Jax's family is wonderful. Um, Cedric's family is much more attractive. And uh, they're <laughs> very, very. Oh boy. my God. He'll turn. <laughs> Trying to get some heat here, bud. No, she's a very cute little girl. You can't b- compete with a cute little girl. Okay. Who's but, very psyched to see your dad win a championship. I Nia let's Jax's say, Let's, brothers let's, let's, let's nice. just, in the nice
1: edit, we'll, we'll, we'll replace attractive with adorable.
0: Oh, you're right. Adorable.
1: Thank that's you, that's you
2: God. Um, much more adorable. Great um, match, I want to say, and a lot of people complained it was on the pre-show, but that stadium was full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone saw that match. It was it was the most
0: full I've ever seen. And it had heat. It was great. The good Kudos to the Superdome for like getting everybody into their seats on time, unlike mm-hmm. some previous events. Uh, Naomi won the Battle Royal. That was sort of a surprise. Yeah. She, she's in the family, though. Yeah, that, that was good. Seth Rollins, your new IC champion, beating The Miz and Finn Balor. That was another surprise, because I think a lot of people had the betting odds on Finn.
2: Yeah.
1: Ooh, slight breaking news. I will not reveal my source, but I do know for a fact that Finn Balor is the reason why the LGBT thing is being pushed the way it is, especially the entrance. He's been beating this drum, the gear, the the merch Uh for six months. It's not to say that he is a member, but I know he is a supporter of the LGBT plus community. Uh, And the all inclusion thing has been his battle and it got approved by, you know, the McMahon. So there was a thing going around the dirt sheets that it was Stephanie's idea and Triple H kiboshed it, but no, it came from Finn, it was approved properly, and it was a natural progression, and that, to me, another moment that transcends the sport. To see all all of that um, positivity and inclusion and kindness, I think it's really important, and uh, lukewarm take. I'm not someone who normally, with all these kind of cultural movements, um, sees it as black and white, yet I do think that if you don't support that, You're slightly homophobic.
2: You're a bad bad person. (laughs) Uh, It was a great moment. I wrote in my piece right after the show that it was the wokest WrestleMania by far Mm because you've got you know, LGBTQ rights being discussed and you've got, you know, the body shaming Nia Jax angle. You've got a young child winning the tag team championships. You've got woken Matt Hardy. Woken. Exactly. Um, uh,
0: yeah. that was, that was a, the, 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 um, the Finn entrance was really cool. I couldn't exactly tell what was going on from where I was sitting, but then I, 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 I realized what it was happening and I was, I was really impressed. It was cool. And it was also cool to, to, for, to see them put Finn out there in a big match, not as a demon. Like yeah. that's I think that shows a little a level of confidence in him and smart booking you know that you save the demon for especially like if Especially because he's going to lose yeah, yeah. Exactly a, We were a all really like demon point. demon demon no in
1: all inclusive
0: movements yeah. okay yeah. fantastic I'll take it. yeah it's good um Charlotte and Asuka, we discussed gender uh went, won the
2: United States championship <sighs> We were both disappointed because we're huge Rusev marks. Everybody in the world is a huge Rusev mark. (laughs) Well, we'll see how much Saudi Arabia likes Rusev. What if he he... retires The Undertaker? (laughs) (laughs) Puts puts him in the casket? He already said uh, on Twitter, bury Bury me me softly, softly, brother. brother, Which is great. Uh, That should be
1: his shirt. He's the best. Yeah,
2: I got to meet him at the after party. He's a delightful man. (laughs) Rusev? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's great.
1: He's the best. He's so funny. He really no gets it. He gets. I mean, the fact that he got Rusev day over to the degree it is, and he still sees his. That's well, Aiden English. Give give Aiden the credit. Oh, Aiden absolutely. A lot of credit too. Yeah. Uh, I won't give kayfabe in the kayfabe world. I won't give Aiden yeah, English any you, credit. We have <laughs> uh, we we actually had a quite an altercation when Jinder was coming out during that match. Uh, uh, Schilling caught the tail end of it on camera, but we had a good fifteen seconds going back and forth. Just just about the fact that he doesn't have the placement in the vocal range to properly sing Rusev in um, having. said said that, they've done an incredible job getting Rusev Day over. It, 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 I mean, on Bourbon Street, on Frenchman Street, in the tunnels, at NXT, yeah. at Access, the Rusev Day chants are happening, and I just hope that they, they they, don't wait too long to capitalize on its success and put him over properly, because I think this does garner a little bit of uh, sim- even more sympathy for yeah. Rusev
0: Day, but it's it's a fine line. We've got to be careful here. And, and listen, and- they put him in the match. Uh, he, I think we can all agree it would have been a good idea for him to go over, just because of the... But but it's not. I mean, come on. This is midway. This is a mid card match. Vince was, I'm sure, very preoccupied figuring out how to book the main event and uh, and <laughs> whether or not Undertaker was actually going to be able to wrestle for the past couple of weeks. You know, so I mean, there are other things. That, and it's a heel win, huh? and yeah. it's a heel win, mean, which you know, I, I think is he a big heel win. And yeah, gender was obviously. I mean, we we predicted gender would win six months ago, and then went off that because <laughs> there were all these other moving parts. But. um now Gender and,
2: and uh Randy are shooting once again. I think Rusev will get his moment, but it will be at a a, a different show.
1: Yeah. I have been trying to book uh Nakamura differently for a while as a baby face. I always mm-hmm. thought that he should have a different gimmick. And same thing for Gender. Um just cuz uh this past SummerSlam, I was I wanted Gender over Nakamura. I was delighted when that happened. I I I want I don't think that the gender thing was completely forced this summer. I I enjoyed him with the belt. I just want to make sure that now that he has this U.S. belt, it doesn't go back to that xenophobic, you people don't understand. It will. I know it will, and and here they go re- replaying the tape with him versus Randy.
0: Yeah. Um, Until they prove us wrong, yeah.
1: Which I'm hopeful that they do because I I would like to see gender so,
0: evolve a uh, bit. Kenny Herzog, who writes for the Ringer, texted me yesterday watching SmackDown that it was pretty amazing that we're getting an, a Nakamura heel turn with no, uh, like implicit low key racism, no nationalism, no anything like that. This is just a guy turning heel, although the I don't speak English thing was, was a perfect, was but, but that was, that, that was great. Laugh. That, though, that yeah. was a direct, I mean, that was perfect. Um, but like, and I texted in the back. It's like, well, you know, I'll believe it when I see it, you know, yeah. I, they're going to like reincarnate Mr. Fuji and send him out there Ooh. to help. You know I mean? they like, it's only a matter of time oh boy! until, but, but they're doing a great job of proving us wrong. So maybe, maybe they'll do it with gender too. Um, and the only other match we haven't discussed, I uh, oh, well, there's two. The Bludgeon Brothers are new uh, tag team champions. I don't really... Kept the show going. Good yeah, for that, pacing. That's needed fine. a squash there, um, for sure. Braun Strowman and Nicholas uh, are your new raw tag team champions, which is fine. Uh, the whole thing was good. I, I have two thoughts on this. One, um, one is, as much as I'd like to ignore or disagree with all the people in the internet, you know, wrestling community who complain about booking decisions and whatever else, and making people getting buried, people looking bad. It is weird to have that
2: that moment, that that plan, and then have them give up the titles the next night on Raw. It was just for the live crowd. It was just for the show. It was a it was a it was a goofy moment. And it to, ca- yeah, in but between that's, two but serious that's, a, that's, another, that's another thing of, about expectations. Braun should have said like,
0: I don't. But leading into the match, I don't care about these belts. I just want to be prove that I can get them. And I'm going to win them and I'm going to give them back to to Kurt Angle. Like that should have been the, and then we wouldn't have
2: that bad moment, that stupid moment on, on Raw. Part of it was everyone expecting it to be Rey Mysterio or Samoa Joe or someone like that. So it being a child was like,
0: oh, I wanted to see a big, it was a bizarre, but cool moment. I mean, like an, you know, unexpected moment. And, And I think that was fine. Um. But, yeah, I mean, I I also think I loved it, and I love that Braun is able to be funny. I think it's really important that especially someone of his size develops that second gear. Um, But he's far away from the monster among men these days. Yeah. Yeah, but he also beat
2: those two guys single-handed. But,
0: like, (laughs) let's be real. That's a gimmick that that, the, the Nicholas thing is a gimmick that, like, if you would pitch that to Steve Austin in his prime, he would have said, hell no. He would have said, come back with something better. If but, you had pitched that to The Rock in his prime, he would have said, come back with something the better. The
2: wrestling business is different, and I think Braun Strowman is being groomed to be a hero don't for take, children. Just
0: don't say groomed when we're talking about a young child.
2: <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Uh, he is being built up to be... You know, Cena asking that he can go do Make a Wish and he can like put kids on his shoulder and be like the big friendly giant. Mm-hmm. And that's great and that's fine. And I think this went a long way towards developing that aura around him. Yeah. He can't just be a monster forever. I know.
0: I, I, I agree with that sentiment. The one other match, I believe we talked about everything except for Nia Jax defeated Alexa Bliss to become the new Raw Women's Champion. I
2: Slightly too long. Oh, I thought it was fine. I, I I did not buy any of Alexa getting heat on, on Nia Jax. I, I wanted less of that. I wanted a, more of a Nia Jax dominant performance. But this is nitpicking. They did the right thing. I love that match. I love Nia winning.
1: There was one. There was a couple bumps there with Alexa where she like landed on her feet after uh, yeah. you know, Nia pressed her up, did a full gorilla press, I uh-huh. think it was, and just kind of tossed her. Yeah. And... I don't think that that's Nia's fault. I think, actually, Alexa... is not Alexa. a great bumper. Is that... That's the case. So, huh? I
0: mean, whatever. I thought I really enjoyed the match. I, you know, the storyline leading up to it was a little bit here and there, but, like, I it was, it was a good payoff. And, um, you know, we've talked about before about Nia being, you know, a beloved person backstage and everything, but, like, she was... Uh, I you know we talked to her for just a minute over the weekend, but just like one of the most wonderful human beings. Oh, she's, yeah, she's amazing. She's yes. super great. I mean, I said it over the weekend, but like they need to have a show on the WWE Network that's like like, Talk Soup or Tosh.0 with Naya, just not because the, the gimmick of the show, but just an excuse to put her in front of a camera and just
2: laughing like a human for like 20 minutes a, a week. Like that would get her so far over. It's funny to me that, For so long, it seemed like a struggle to make her, like, a believable monster. But as soon as they're, like, just be yourself
1: that's it oh man especially on raw seeing her with the title was great but then just seeing how she plays the crowd as a face that's naya she's 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 fun loving yeah she she rips on people but in that kind of jovial spirited way yeah um and i think she's going to be a huge success i love the call-up of ember moon with her
0: yeah let's talk about let's talk about all the call-ups together sure um no way. Jose. but, but, but <laughs> huge, huge uh yeah, exactly. Huge props to Naya. Um she was like, you know, I think for everybody that they got to talk to her this weekend, just the MVP of WrestleMania. Sure. And I and I got and I bore witness, um we had, we actually ran a piece in the ringer yesterday as I'm saying this, um about how the women did at WrestleMania. I mean, just the overall like amazing performance. Um and and coming from, you know, the history of women at WrestleMania, even recent history. Well, think
1: about next year at 35. I mean, I don't think it's crazy to say it looks like it's going to be Charlotte versus oh, yeah. Ronda main eventing. And I mean, that's that's
2: real but history. There could be four women's matches on the card next year.
0: I got to, I got to, it happened to be in the elevator. I mean, I didn't, I was in the elevator after WrestleMania with Naya and it was not with her, did not. I mean, I like I said, I talked to her the day before, but like Naya wouldn't know me, you know, from a lineup or whatever. And we all crammed in this elevator, all going up to our rooms, uh, and and um it was like Naya and her brothers, who are all in big, like imposing people. I was like in the back with Dipperstein, and there was just like a family over on the side, and there's this little girl just like staring in awe at Naya, and you couldn't tell if the girl was like frightened or like what just whatever. And and when Naya noticed her, because it was she was like it was a tight elevator situation. She like just addressed her and was just like, um, you know, did you have fun at WrestleMania? Like generic, you know, just kind of stuff. And the girl was like, looked frightened. It was just nodded her head. Yeah. Or whatever. And she was like, well, were you cheering for me? And the girl, <laughs> yeah. and the girl was just like, yeah. And I was just like, all right, just checking, you know, with a little <laughs> bit of like a smart ass in her voice. And then she was just like, like we did it. And just like the girl just like lit up. And started. So, ah, I mean, it was awesome. like the coolest moment. Um, Anyway, that was a fantastic uh, WrestleMania card. There was, you know, you can nitpick it. You can definitely nitpick the main event to death. But anyway, after WrestleMania, we are uh, The WrestleMania weekend's not over. Wait, should we take a sidebar here NXT, over NXT we really have quickly? To. Yeah, North let's, American Championship was the match of the of the of the of the, of of the, the weekend. weekend. All right, so the match that's that was the the first match of the card, right? Yeah, yeah. That the, the was ladder the match jerker. for the NXT North American Championship. Um, you know, my money was on E C three. I think too. we were talking about this before. Yeah. Just yeah. because I thought when once they debuted the belt, I was just like, This looks like an old school gimmick and EC three is sort of an old school character. But he yeah, just looks like he has a belt already. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. EC and the Adam Cole was a fine decision for this and 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 the uh undisputed era like having all the belts or whatever. I mean, just like there's a lot of ways you can go with this, you know, with having having an extra belt on uh, on the NXT program. Um Ricochet? Ricochet is in
1: incredible he's made of rubber he's like one of those like french circus acts that just like soars in the air and just looks like it just pops it's funny up. that
0: you say french circus act because larve sullivan is the french angel like the old the wrestler who shrek was based on famously like yeah. that's exact that is that's who he, i can't not think about that when i see him and i'm sure that's the same for the people mm-hmm. backstage but ricochet you're right is i mean people around me were just saying things like they're going to have like Ricochet is gonna change the way that WWE wrestles. Like it's just he, he's such a transcendent. I hope they don't put him on 205 live. I yeah, don't want him there. He,
2: no, I think he's good in NXT for a while. Yeah, I think yeah he'll for get sure. Some, get some opportunity there. He is is incredible in the way that Shawn Michaels was incredible when you got first ladder match at WrestleMania 10. It's like this is so not what everyone else is doing. He's such a good bumper. He sells like crazy. Uh that first backflip off the top, um, bro. I again. was like, <sighs> Nothing nothing else that entire weekend will stick with me as long as like that match and his performance. Adam Cole is so charismatic. It's not even funny. I know I Kelly and Dane unsung hero by the way. Yeah, he absolutely. was great. I talked to the, I talked to some people uh about Adam Cole over the weekend from WWE and there's chatter about maybe he's too small for the main roster. Oh, he is. He is definitely. <laughs> I've been saying this for years. It's true. He's like he's short but We're he's also not Live wide. No. The he way doesn't that, even
0: have the Daniel Bryan. Like Daniel Bryan, like kind of benefits from like having no neck. Like he's, I've always, I say, I've said this a million times. It's okay to be short. It's not okay to be miniature. Yeah, and Finn Balor
1: is just so ripped. Because proportionally, he looks like you'd see him, and Adam he would Cole look and like Drew
0: McIntyre. Like on a white screen, look the same. That, Drew McIntyre's got eighteen inches on him. That's the yeah. thing. yeah. yeah. Um, but right. I still
2: think that he's so good that. It'll happen for. I agree. I think he'll get over.
0: By the way, speaking of two hundred five live, they've got to figure out something to do with it. And we've talked about a lot of solutions over the months and uh, on on the show. I have a great, not entirely serious solution to two hundred five. All right. The problem is, it it didn't occur to me till this weekend. But I was watching Lars Sullivan, and one of the problems WWE has, frankly, is they actually have an overabundance of like big, fat, scary guys. Yeah. Not 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 even fat, but just like monster dudes. Um. The problem with 205 Live is, like, we are trained from our years of watching wrestling that little guys should be getting beat up by giant guys, and they make, like, underdog comebacks, right? This is, like, this is like wrestling 101. 205 Live, they're all little, so there's no opportunity for that. I think it should just be 205 and 305 Live. <laughs> nothing,
1: nothing in between.
0: That's great.
2: And it's Everything's just, David Goliath? Yes, it's just <laughs> little guys and gigantic dudes, and that's it. I'm in. I'm in. There are. You're right. There's. You've got your heavy machineries. You've got your authors of pain. Your war raiders. Now I believe war raiders. You got the bar. You
0: got the club. You got the Dash and Dawson. Yeah. (laughs)
1: You got just a bunch of bruisers.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: But yeah, I think I think that there's a lot of opportunity there. Listen, let's keep going on NXT. Shayna Baszler beat Ember Moon. Good little match. Uh, It was a good little match, and it was. And you know, obviously, this is this is more. A lot of the, the these uh, farewell matches in NXT are a little bit transactional, and, and it sort of, in some ways it takes the handcuffs off and allows them to go out and have like this is a just have a plain and simple good match, um, but it it doesn't have quite the tension or the passion that it would if like this is you know act one of a three act play or yeah. act two even.
1: Yeah, I I I was happy with it because I I had a feeling then that Ember was going to come up and mm-hmm. I was I was very excited about that
0: yep. and. Uh, we'll talk about. I mean, we'll talk about this. But with Adam Cole, I mean, with you know the undisputed era on top, Shayna as your women's champion, and who's going to do wonders for with the whole Ronda thing down the line. Yes. It's important to keep her strong down there for a while. Uh, Alistair Black, who we'll, we'll talk about in just one sec, as your NXT champ, and just the existence of the Gargano Champa match. This is a whole new NXT. Just like in one night, they basically reset and became, you know the Ministry of Darkness promotion or whatever. Like this, is, like, this is a very, this is a much more, like, gritty, dark uh, division, and I think it's going to really benefit from from coast- from doing that for a while. Yeah,
2: it does seem like that's where they were going in the first place, especially with, like, just the way that they picked the music and that kind of thing. And Triple H said, again, in that press conference that, you know, it takes a while to figure out what the reboot is going to be after everybody leaves. And I think they've really figured out that this is kind Dude. of like a dark, gritty indie. So, Undisputed Era uh,
0: won the tag team, the tag team match, and uh, the
1: Dusty Road Classic. Apparently, yeah. which they
0: weren't even in. That was fantastic. That's that's the way you do it. Yeah. book yourself into the finals. Um, Alistair Black and and uh Cien Cien. Almas were just incredible. Great match. They had a really really good match. I said it before. I don't know. I kept asking people when I talked to people who worked at WWE, people on the roster, like or just people that knew people. Like, what happened? that almost became the greatest wrestler in WWE after so long of being not even in the top 20. And I'm glad he didn't get called up. Uh, I want to see him versus Drew McIntyre.
2: Let's see what happens next week. Uh How he could be drafted. Yes, the superstar shakeup means, I think especially because SmackDown really got the short end of the stick in terms of NXT call-ups this week, that there could be some people showing up on SmackDown on Tuesday through that. What do you
0: mean, um, SmackDown got the Iconics? Okay. <laughs> uh, Ciampa and Gargano, or Johnny Gargano beat Ciampa. One is NXT job back, which is not what it, I was expecting to happen, but that's fine. And it, But the match was super good. I mean, it was brutal and fun.
2: Yeah, it was old school wrestling to a T and... The good guy won, and I think that was the right choice.
1: Storytelling. It was at its finest. Oh, yeah. And um And I believe that the actual match time was, like, somewhere around the 30-minute mark. 37.06. Yeah, see, it wasn't, and it felt like a real 50-minute classic. I mean, it, it breathed. Yeah. It, it, and that goes to show you, I mean, because what was AJ Styles Nakamura, not to double back to, something? Yeah. Okay, see, so that, that was definitely shorter. But still, I mean, they they really told that. There so there's also a great build
2: to yeah, that. Yeah, it didn't have the... Shinsuke, AJ didn't have the build. I mean, yeah. This was an all-time great feud. Yeah. Um We got to move on. Uh, the... It's you we were talking about
0: what Triple H said about you know rebooting NXT and figuring out the identity. I think they know their identity now, which is it, it's a good leg up for them. But it's worth pointing out that a year ago, after the last round of NXT call ups, that the NXT was empty. Yeah, people were saying we didn't, we didn't saying know, we it's didn't know over. who was going to be headlining. Yeah,
2: people thought that NXT was just those the Kevin Owens's and 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 Sami Zayn's and Sasha is of the world, and that was a special moment, and they wouldn't refine it, and they did.
0: So we got to so let's go through the people who debuted on Raw and SmackDown this week. I'm just going to list them because if we go one by one, we'll be here till tomorrow. Great. Um, Authors of Pain debuted on Raw and seemingly ditched Paul Ell- Ellering as their manager. Do you think that will play out or that's just it? I think people that's just, probably it. We'll never I, see him.
2: I've heard that he didn't want to do the travel schedule of the main roster. As an older guy, yeah, it's you know, the booker T. Making towns doesn't probably sound that great. Sure. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um Ember Moon debuted on Raw.
0: It was a weird I, I th- it was a, a little bit weird that that they used sort of like they used Nia's uh you know the boost that she got from winning the title just to put over Ember but I think but it was it was a fun segment and I think it's kind of hard to hate on it.
2: Yeah, I thought yeah. it was fine.
0: She um, went over Alexa Bliss, and that, and that Eclipse, that's a great finisher. It's a good I, finish. I agree. I,
1: I I did, you hear, of... did you see when she hit it? I, I mean, th- that might have been something that was micromanaged to the T, but the fact that she hit it and then she was staring down the barrel of the camera, perfect placement, perfect yeah. timing, it, was, uh, it, felt, it felt like a perfect call-up. You know, you yeah. were like, okay, she's here now. Let's she's see ready. what happens. Yeah. Yep.
0: I heard some weird grumbles about Alexa this weekend, but I, I th- she's had such a great year.
2: Uh, I have grumbles. You know that.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I'd like to hear like a grumble. I'm sure the audience would.
2: I think that she's just, she doesn't sell well. She doesn't bump well, that is. Uh, And that I don't really believe her in the ring with anyone because she's so small. As a heel. What are the new grumbles? You're you're
0: okay with Adam Cole getting called up. He sells better. Adam Cole sells like a million dollars. But if you're saying you don't believe her in the ring. Adam Cole is smaller than Randy Orton. Is like smaller compared to Randy Orton. Alexa Alexa Bliss Bliss is is made of like rubber.
2: Alexa Bliss. Uh, I think she's really good. Okay, I think she's that's fine. Really good what were moments. the
1: new grumbles that you could talk about on air?
0: I don't know. There's nothing I can talk about on the okay. air. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you later then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, no, but I, I hope that she can. I mean, I think that she, regardless of what your your qualms about her, she has earned uh, a place in the hierarchy over the past year. Yeah, and, she's and, over. And I can't deny it she's is, over. She's crazy over. Her um, entrance was great. I, and, and should be, you know, continue to be be in a spot to succeed. Um no way, Jose! No. Dave, Dave Schilling's favorite wrestler oh, debuted boy. on Raw. Adam Rose at Jace. Good grief! It's yeah. not going to work. They they can't. It, if the conga line was a one time thing for his debut, it's not. Then I, if it's not, that's an enormous, enormous miscalculation, colossal mistake. Just because it's like, why, like because everyone's going to reference Adam Rose. Yep. Like that was the weirdest thing. It's like I get the I get the premise. It's kind of a cool look and whatever. It gives you the idea of who he is, but like. It's everyone's talking about Adam. That would be like, that would be like somebody in WCW like coming out in a in a stormtrooper mask after the Shockmaster, <laughs> isn't it? It's like, oh, we, well, we never really got our use out of the shock ma- out of the mask, so let's
2: just put it on somebody else. Well, like, no,
0: everyone's going to talk about the Shockmaster. Great
2: example of that, and this is someone in the same genre of sports entertainment is uh, the Funk Funkasaurus. What's his face? Uh, Brodus, oh, yeah, Clay. Brodus, Brodus Clay. Brodus Clay used Ernest the Cat Miller's music. Yeah. And it was the same sort of like, oh, it's fun. He's dancing. Look at how fun it is that he's dancing thing. They just reuse that. And and WWE loves to have this character who's just like, he's just here for fun, guys. Don't worry about him. He just loves serious. dancing
0: and fighting. Yeah. Those things don't
2: usually go together. No, if, if, and it's it's if, yeah. only fun for like a small segment of the audience. So, did a I dancing dance, gimmick
0: ever worked? I mean, it's certainly not, right? <sighs> no. Only briefly. I mean, like, you know, Fandango Rich Swan a and
1: Sasha Banks doing a little dance-off. Yeah, or like, Rich Swan is probably not a good I'm not, so I'm I'm not trying, trying to bring him, like, him up yeah, right now.
0: Disco Inferno, no. I mean, there, no. there was a really, what was the dude's name? There was a ballet wrestler in... in uh, the New York territory and well, WWE back in the day. Rikishi, oh, there you that go. was He's over.
2: Yeah, but he also was just a great professional wrestler and could get serious when he needed to. And it was just a perfect, perfect act. For the time, I just don't know if that's. He yeah, had the easily, worm going on yeah, it's too. Not yeah, easily replicable.
1: I think for No Way Jose, and I don't want to spend too much time in the podcast talking about how I would book him if I was his agent. But I will tell you how I would book him if I was his agent. If you if you if you lead him to get booed the way the Rocky Mayavia stuff got booed, or the New Day got yeah, booed, if you already
0: have planned, if you already have Phase Two worked out, and you're just waiting for it, that's that could work. And then, then he's, he's no, got no way, some way Jose. Like there's no, you know, it's not, no. No way I'm dancing yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, no yeah, it's, been, yeah, yeah right. it's, it's a weird. It's, it's a weird name. I mean, just to be called No Way Jose. Like, it's fine if that's your nickname, but that's a guy who, like, needs a last name then, you know? Because yeah. it's not a... No one is... His name is not... No, no way. way. Jose Lothario? Hey, Theriot? guys, <laughs> is he getting over? No way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no way. Um Ricky Starr was the... uh was the ballet dancing wrestler. You can I know there I know there's used to be some YouTube videos of him where he's like straight up doing like pirouettes and shit was to he his a opponents. Heel? No, he was a baby face. People oh. loved him. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, remember, I I had a friend whose mom was like the grew up the biggest Ricky Star fan. <laughs> Interesting. Um, okay also I just want to go on the record and say um, Road Dog's little shimmy shimmy punch was the greatest dancing gimmick in wrestling history. Yeah. yeah. Um anyway, uh so that's gonna be a real weird one. Um, we also got a couple of non um, NXT debuts. Sorry, that took me a minute to get out on Raw. Um, Bobby Lashley is back and in full effect. And
2: yoked, yeah, he's yeah. big. He's still a silly big boy.
0: New music. He's done apparently with his MMA um, career at least for the moment, and is going to uh, is going to do this thing. People are already spoiler alert. You can fast forward thirty seconds. Already talking about before the before WrestleMania even started. People were talking about Lashley versus Reigns at SummerSlam. That, that seems Lashley to be rain. Rain. I'm I'm sorry, sorry, Lashley versus Reigns. Sorry, Lashley versus Lesnar. Sorry, If summer
2: they time. started putting Brock Lesnar in these sort of special attraction matches. Which the way, is what the plan was in the beginning. It that should. is what it needs to be. I will have no problem with Brock Lesnar wrestling a big dude in a special attraction, Undertaker style. Or a little dude. Or, yeah, Wouldn't whatever. i love you want?
0: to see what, like, Brock Ricochet was. Wouldn't that be oh, more interesting?
1: My or Brock God. Daniel O'Brien down the line, I think, would be great, too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh,
2: yeah, but Brock is a little too stiff for somebody with a history of concussion. Maybe that's true. Um, yeah, judging by Roman Reigns' face
0: on Monday. Woof. I don't want to
2: put Daniel Bryan in that ring with that guy. Can I say something about Roman, Roman Reigns' promo?
1: I actually liked it on Monday. I don't know. I thought it was, uh, it was a, little, a little
2: bit of vulnerability A little to
1: vulnerability, it. a little yeah. transparency. The hair was pulled back.
0: Uh, Jim, do we have a clip of that? Yep. Because on Wednesday, word got out he was going back to the UFC.
1: And then today, WWE released that he signed a new contract. And
0: apparently I have another match with him in a steel cage that I had no clue about until I
2: found out on the internet.
0: When Roman Reigns says...
2: uh I heard about it on the internet. It was my favorite thing that's ever happened. I I have found out lots of things about my career on the internet first, and uh, it's not a good feeling. Yeah, I know
0: exactly what you're talking about. uh, Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a weird, it's a weird moment. I can sympathize. That's the most sympathetic thing Roman Reigns has ever done, especially (laughs) to the locker room. I know a lot of those people. They find out if they're yeah,
2: if they're winning or losing a match. so, uh, do, we, do we go? Oh, and Iconics also, as well. Oh. the
0: Iconics are on SmackDown, yeah. which is okay. great. Um,
2: Jeff Hardy's back. Jeff Hardy's the Iconics,
0: back. The Iconics, by the way, that was just fantastic.
2: Great angle. I love them. I know that a lot of people who are harder core NXT fans than I have been raving about them for a long time. I'm on board. They were great. I was, I've been wondering why they haven't been more involved in the title picture in NXT, like, but they,
0: they immediately found a place, you know, f- found their home on SmackDown. Having them just beat the shit out of Charlotte was so great. I, th- I was just sort of like, you know, my, not paying a total attention when they – I mean, they debuted, I popped, but then like I went back to working or whatever. But when they beat Charlotte down, I mean, there was some like – I mean, it's Charlotte Flair. I guess you got to say it. There's some like four horsemen versus Dusty Rhodes stuff to that. They just like mercilessly killed her, and, and then, she
2: ragdolled for. A while. She just kind of was like dead weight, and they had to drag her in the ring.
0: I mean, we there were some women bumping like crazy this weekend. We talked about Steph. Alexa Bliss got ragdolled like crazy, and then um, and then Charlotte on Tuesday. I mean, there's it, it was intense that that beat down, and um, and I thought a really cool debut for them. And of course, that leads to Carmella cashing in. Um, the briefcase and winning the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah, I
2: think we all kind of assumed that was going to happen. That Charlotte, thought, I thought it was going to happen on Sunday. I, mean, I kind I of know... did too. I know you did, Skylar. You were waiting for the music to hit. Was a I was. I was waiting choice. for the music
1: to hit on the Raw side. I thought she was oh, going to yeah. interrupt that. That way,
2: I think you don't want to. You don't want to piss on those two matches. Yes. And, and and there was great moments at the end of those both of those matches. This was a better choice. I'm very Much happy with the way it choice. played out. Me too. If I could be like
1: just one nitpicky situation mm-hmm. uh, uh, for an otherwise perfect cash in, the Mike Kyoto like the whole thing of them no, no, explaining- no, no. It's I know what funny you're going to me. say.
0: People were talking about this all over Twitter, but the- <laughs> The the Mike Ciotto doing doing that shtick where he didn't know what to do with the briefcase on Tuesday was a rib. I mean that was yeah. a deliberate like we know that this is a thing that we do that's ridiculous, but so we're just gonna ham it up. Okay, it was hilarious. To me. One
1: one beat of it. I'm laughing. Two beats of it, I see what you're doing there. But the, three but they, beats of it, hey, come on! You're like ruining they, the. But, but pro-
0: I agree with you, but they've done two and three beats when they're playing it straight in previous weeks. That's the, right. the longer they had it to went on, the funnier it was. You liked too. it. Yeah. See, I was just
1: like, "Come on, Charlotte's get it!" You know. But maybe I just wanted to see it be successful. And Carmela was was perfect.
2: Yeah. Just like, come on, let's I go! also like, because we had seen her fail like three times already, mm-hmm. right? That, and it was it was cool that Charlotte got up and was like,
0: kind of rose to to. I mean. It's a stronger win for Carmella. Yeah. yeah. That it wasn't. That, I mean, and also because of the silly like cash in the time that it took, that it wasn't just Charlotte lying prone for eight minutes while that stuff yeah. was going on. Um, that was uh, that was a, a cool moment. And, uh, you know, we'll see where they go with this. Carmella's Mella's money. We'll see. I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually very interested to see what's going to happen.
2: There are, are a lot of, you know, really great female talents on the roster right now. But I have to give props to Carmella for how far she has come from coming out to no reaction at all, trying to be a baby face to how successful she has become and how good she's become in the ring and on the mic. She's great. I, I'm a huge Carmella fan. She we, is We over. have a couple of other
0: returns, or, or you know, Samoa Joe came back on Monday night. Cut another fire promo. That guy is How just is it? Yeah. money on the mic.
1: Oh my gosh. He's perfect. Of, oh, I, he's, he's a face now, right? could we well, just say a he's thing. a face? I mean, that's the thing I've said before. Especially if he's going to feud I, with Roman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've said before that like Roman, WWE, people inside WWE are not thinking about turning Roman heel. They feel like they already have a heel with him. I mean, it's just like the John Cena thing. And the. And so it, it's interesting to see how they position Samoa Joe um alongside him. Um presumably they'll come to they'll have a match in the not too distant future but Well, it's a backlash. Did they already yeah, announce it? it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
2: and it's pr- uh, presumably going to be for the title. I just assumed stupidly uh-huh. that
0: they that they um weren't going to book Roman Reigns into two different pay-per-view matches <laughs> simultaneously, but I guess that shows how stupid I am. The big dog. Um woof. there there are more people we need to talk about. Um Jeff Hardy came back, you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, Samoa I mean uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn showed up on Raw because they've been fired from SmackDown and they're doing this great had the match of the night and they're doing a great gimmick where like well, there's only one roster spot for the two of them. It's great. Um maybe that'll be affected by the shakeup next week, maybe not, but I I appreciate their uh, uh I mean
2: I it, it out a little bit, yeah. I would like
1: to see them go to NXT and come up short. Ooh. Like, try to get on
0: there and talk to William Regal, and it doesn't work out because someone, you know. Sorry, I, we're all full up here,
2: too. Can't right. sit here. Seat's taken. Yeah.
0: I think we've done a pretty good job of going through almost everything that happened. Uh, the Usos are your new challengers to the to the the uh, Bludgeon Brothers. I don't think anybody's too surprised by that. Page retired, and then the next night became the general manager of SmackDown. Great choice. Magnifique. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a. I, I'm surprised there's like not as there's some people I know that are aren't diehard Page fans like I am, and you know we're just kind of like yeah, m- mediocre choice for GM. Um, but uh, but I think it's fantastic. And even if you're not in on Page, even if you you know whatever you don't you don't like her mic scales, whatever the thing is, um, even if even if even if Page were terrible, and she's not, she's fantastic. Yeah. But even if she were terrible. This is a good move, you know. This is like it's she,
2: a, it's great optics. It, it's <laughs> she's
0: got the movie coming
2: out. Yeah, I've seen people say on online that uh, the SmackDown general manager job has healing properties <laughs> because <laughs> of Daniel Bryan. But uh, no, I think I'm not a huge Page fan. Oh, I think it just like he, like it just gets you over, even if you weren't over
0: before. But listen, it happened. It's it happened. If you want to talk about someone who. You know, people get a SmackDown general manager job because of like sympathy and nothing else. I mean, that happened to Vicky Guerrero and she ended up being great. Yeah. Like, I th- that was the cra- that's the craziest hire in wrestling history.
2: Excuse me. And she ended up <laughs> being fantastic. Yeah. She found her 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 muse at some point with Edge. Uh, but I, I, I'm not a huge page fan, like I said, but it's a good choice. It, it, it's a better use of her than being a manager, which doesn't didn't feel right to me and uh you got the movie and it's just good to have you know more women involved in different different ways different especially in management yeah yeah i think actually they should they shouldn't
0: she shouldn't even spend any time in the ring cutting promos i think they should do everything from like a dimly lit office just like have like give her like a dario cueto thing or something where it's like she's just making her decisions from the back
2: smoking a cigar
0: yeah exactly like yeah. let her let her be a let her be a, an exec like a like a evil like like an evil, not not evil. She should be a baby face, but, but like, like powerful, like a goth exec. Yeah,
1: and, and and isn't that fun? That the I think no matter how we fantasy book it, I think they have plenty of places to go with pages. GM, I think Absolutely. it's a great choice. Yeah.
0: Um. What else am I forgetting here, guys? Is there yeah. any? Is there anything before we get? We're just going to briefly talk about the shakeup because it's happening next week. We should discuss how good Daniel Bryan, AJ oh, Styles we was. We haven't even talked about Daniel Bryan. We didn't even <laughs> talk about that WrestleMania we can
1: match. We get at a all. little bit more. Yeah, we didn't talk about that Mania match.
2: Great job, Jim. Uh, I thought it was it was it was a fine match for what it needed to be. I didn't have high expectations for the work rate. Shane McMahon put in a lot of time in there and I was saying to Sam Roberts after the show like I just I didn't if it was someone else in that babyface and peril role, I think the crowd would have been more excited, but Shane is just his timing is slightly off. He's not a full time wrestler. He's never in peril. He he's the son of Vince McMahon. Yeah, you ne- you don't really ever buy any anything emotional with him. Yeah, but he's the was, biggest guy in, in and that they, ring. And Brian, too. you know,
0: they kind of had to protect you know in that match. Not, obviously, they're not trying to protect him from taking bumps or anything, but like he, you know, he has got a ring rust. He was going to be exhausted after that match, regardless. They that was sort of his training wheels match, even though it was his first, you know, his, a WrestleMania match, and um. You know, it was booked really smartly. This is this goes back to what I said before. You might not like the in-ring product, but for like if that stuff is stipulated, like the the way they put the match together was really well done.
2: It was a moment. It wasn't a match in the way that AJ versus Daniel Bryan was a great match, right? So It was fine. And Tuesday then on
0: Tuesday night um Paige immediately gets that baby face pop by putting a j and and uh Daniel Bryan in the ring together. They had a really good match. They it did. was really fun it and was th- a dream match another and
1: dream match that was one
0: where it really felt like they're like they're one of those guys is jumping to raw or they wouldn't have given it to us with that with they wouldn't have hyped it the way they did. I don't know it felt a little bit indicative of something to come. We'll see
2: D. Daniel Bryan, if they if either of them is going, it's not the champ. It must be Daniel Bryan. I, I which, said
0: from the moment he came back they can't keep him off raw. It's it's just that it's crazy. It would be crazy. I too. just
2: don't like the idea of him and Roman Reigns on the same show yes. because it makes Roman's life even harder to get over Roman as a babyface. It's not Roman's life isn't easy. Like it's <laughs> you,
0: you do what you, you you make the you make that move and then you figure it out. I think uh there's so much I mean, you got Miz on there.
1: Yep. Daniel Bryan Miz. That is on that raw. is a
0: money money feud. And I think if it Miz sticks around. Yeah. If, if you have that on Raw, yeah. he, Miz is not, there's a, a lot of rumors that Miz was taking paternity leave after WrestleMania. I can tell you on the record, you will not be taking any significant amount of time off. Uh, Randy Orton will, but not him. Uh, it, Randy it, Orton is going to uh, spend some
2: time with Miz's wife and child. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking care of them. It seems to me that if you have Daniel Bryan and The Miz working together, people will not be banging the drum for him to be the champion. Because they've been wanting Good to luck. see this Good for so long. Luck. I think it'll be a nice distraction for Maybe the so. summer.
0: Maybe so. Um, so I guess when the shakeup is next week, it's going to be a two-night event. I'm reading off the WWE press release right now. It's a two-night event that will change everything. Change world wrestling entertainment as you know it. No, I have no idea what's going to happen. A couple of things are obvious. Um, AJ, like you said, is probably not going anywhere. And then Nakamura is not either because that feud just started. Yeah. Um, unless they both move to Raw. Which would be weird. I don't um, think so. I think um, Owens and Zane will inevitably get split up again because that's the way they do, and they'll put them back together at the next one.
1: Yep. Right. I think um, I would love to see Finn Balor on SmackDown. I know that's uh, popular opinion, but I think
2: there's some great matchups for him there. It's a good way to 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 end that feud, that three way feud, without having to make it make him look stupid for not winning the belt. Right. I think. Um, what were the uh, the the the. The club too,
0: who just you know got <laughs> jobbed out on Monday night. What that, is that, happening? That there? might have been a little like we're about to set you up with something with a different on a different show, so like it doesn't really matter if you, you go out on your back, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Wait, um, what was the other? What was the other tag team match? Oh, the the uh, Hardys versus the Hardys versus Titus t- world Worldwide. Wide. Um. So anyway, uh, I think we I think we kind of can guess where all that's going. But yeah, it'll it'll fan on SmackDown would be would be an interesting idea. I really thought Rollins was going to end up there, but we'll we'll. I mean, now we, I don't know if it matters that he's the IC champion. Maybe would they would they? You'd have to switch both. Would belts. they possibly swap gender on a Raw
2: or whoever wins that? I could see that. I could see that as a, as a way to get somebody over and then have them drop the belt or something but i don't like the idea of the mid-card title switching shows again because it did last year
1: Ooh, you know what's an interesting uh situation uh what about uh bringing rusev day back to raw
2: yeah i see
0: i'm I, you you said that and i'm sitting here trying to figure out the logistics of whether or not aiden english is it like automatically goes to <laughs> oh or not. yeah he has to i love that like my brain is trying to work things out in kayfabe um yeah, I think that that would be that would be a pretty interesting look. Yeah,
2: when you look when you look at the landscape of of the rosters right now, you can see who's not doing anything, who who doesn't have a firm plan for the next. But, couple but I feel like
0: they move, whenever they move dudes without without like the, the guys who are floundering anyway, moving doesn't help them. No, or very, very rarely helps them. I think
1: I always like like Finn Balor to me is perfect because you've seen so many of those matchups. You've seen him versus Rollins, him versus Miz. You've seen a lot of these. Finn Balor Raw mm-hmm. matchups. and um,
2: Give me him and AJ again.
1: That's the thing. Give him AJ. Give him Nakamura. Yep. Let's see Balor and Nakamura.
0: Yeah. At, could, uh, there's, there's a lot of really interesting opportunities. If you could pick one person who you want to see jump ship in either direction, aside from Finn Balor now, as excited as you are about that, who would you say?
2: Hmm. I'll let you go first. Oh well, gosh! I, I, I'm I,
0: I'm thinking because I just had Balor. I I'm not,
2: and then forget storylines. No, like, of course, if, of If course. all of the
0: rosters stayed the same, but one person moved, who would who, who would you? Watch? Jason Jordan.
2: I would move the Miz back to SmackDown. I think he was um, better off being away from all of the the Roman Reigns gravity. Roman Reigns takes up so much oxygen on Raw that. There are just there's there's not a lot of opportunity to really live your best life and live up to your potential. Mm-hmm. I would rather see some of these guys like a Finn Balor or a Miz go to SmackDown and get to kind of do their thing. Look at what happened to Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose was having a great run on SmackDown. You send him over to Raw, and he just kind of gets lost in the shuffle and ends up in a tag team and then gets hurt, and it's just sort of like it didn't click the same way when he was on this two hour show where he was a focus. Um. That said, I think Kevin Owens maybe benefited more from being on Ross. It just depends on the talent. I think. Um. I think that that. Uh, AJ Styles. Have they done Styles
1: Miz? Not for the belt. Yeah, I think they, they have. did it early. You know, yeah. but I, I'm I'm interested. To, I know I know WWE cares a lot about these things, like um, like the Miz with the Rolling Stones cover. You know, because that's so mainstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and do you think they'll take him away from the you know, intercontinental for a second, and maybe give him a a run at AJ.
0: He might cut him up short, but at least like I think I I, I expected him to be like the the springtime Roman competition thing? for Roman. Yeah, me too. But, well, um, he's got but this- anyway, that's that would be my choice. I know it's crazy. I know we can we spend too much time fantasy booking Roman. But what if WWE just like really, really signal as now in you know in the quiet time of the year, just signaled that they're giving up on reigns a little bit because in, in fact probably people that think that reigns constantly is getting pushed and whatever he's had a run of four wrestlemania main events that much is true but he you know when he lost at 31 when he was supposed to win he went and like feuded with the big show and bray wyatt for a
2: while like it's not That's true and then same thing it's not like they were just putting him back in the main event every week last year after the um the wellness violation he was sort of
0: Dangling in the mid yeah, card. Yeah, part, part or... of it is our perception of him, and then there's nothing WWE can do about that. But maybe if they're just like, "All right, you're going to SmackDown," and the fr- and first episode of SmackDown, he's feuding with. I mean, who? I mean, just pick, pick Baron Corbin. Gender, gender. yeah, but gender Baron Corbin, something like that. He needs some fresh matchups. It would be battle. it would be really interesting to see if wh- how far they would have to take it for people to really kind of give him. A fresh, set, well, you know, I mean, it you, happened
2: to John Cena many times. John Cena switched brands a couple times, and sure. it was good for him. Well, yeah.
1: I, and then, and then, when you really need to like heat up towards SummerSlam and get Roman back on Raw, you, you make him one of those free agents. Free agents you know, the agents, way yeah. that Undertaker and Cena are. Yeah. Well, that's I,
0: the thing. Everybody should be a free. I mean, it's. I, I I thought I thought that exact thing. I mean, it should be. It it should there. There's no reason to talk yourself into some sort of kayfabe reason to not do something. Right? The, let him go yeah. there for let him go there for four months or whatever. Let yeah. him whatever. If he if he somehow. You can just kayfabe away into him like winning the universal title at SummerSlam and then he's back on Raw, you know. It's I think, it's not hard.
1: I think a lot of the rules as we know it are going to go away in this 2018-2019 season, especially with the looming Fox deal. We, the the brand split idea might mm-hmm. now that you know because they're they're doing the co-branded pay-per-views yeah. again. They're they're bringing us back to yeah, you know, I think big, they
2: have to stick that with with the two shows being separate because SmackDown is an important part of that rights package. And if you hamstring SmackDown and turn it back into the B-show, and objectively it was a B-show at the end of the first brand split, then SmackDown becomes less valuable. Very true. I, I I think
1: I think we maybe don't see one or the other. I think it's a gr- it'll be a nice gray area where think, uh, you can have Roman hopping, uh, hopping back and forth. And then conversely, if you do have Daniel Bryan go to Raw, that takes even more heat off of Reigns. Like as we were as we were talking about a couple minutes ago, I would love to see that. Um, I'm just racking my brain because I've already, you know, c- confessed my love for Finn Balor so many times on this on this podcast. I would love to uh, think of like a real money woman situation, like who who would really benefit in the female division?
2: Becky Lynch. Absolutely. Yeah. Becky Lynch needs to get as far away from Charlotte as possible. But also, but also, Becky Lynch, if getting a title run on SmackDown
0: would be a move. I mean, she doesn't have to switch shows. She just needs a spotlight.
1: Oh, Becky Lynch versus uh, Carmella.
0: First yeah, ever Money in the Bank, first first ever SmackDown Women's Champion. I mean, I would love to see, I would love to see like Sasha on SmackDown too. I was yeah. oh, that was. That women, was, I, was I think on. all
2: of the women, uh, save for Nia Jax and Charlotte, could use a new. A new place to be.
1: Little coat of paint. See, yeah. for me,
2: I my head kept
1: going to Sasha SmackDown. Sasha SmackDown. So many great matchups there. It's just, do you do you then also have to put Bailey on SmackDown because? I, well,
0: I'm saying all that stuff aside. All right, listen, we have to get out of here. Okay, we've been talking about this for. We've been on this podcast is now for. It's longer than WrestleMania was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there, they are CM Punk chance right I now. Do the to, I, <laughs> I do I have to pee. have so. so long; people are throwing beach balls. This is awful, <laughs> um, guys. The WrestleMania was not awful. It, it was, was pretty fantastic. Was um, we had a good time. I had a great time hanging out with you guys. I'm glad that we got to do this podcast together. Um. We're gonna get Dipper Scene on the show soon. By the way, he's oh he is he is jealous as hell that Skyler's doing this right guest now. Guest of the Cinch, he's gonna be the guest of the Cinch. Dipper and scene is money. Ma 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 mage. Anyway, we will uh, we will see you listeners back here next week after the superstar shakeup. Everything it'll be a whole new world. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I guess that's it. Apologies yeah. to Dean Ambrose. Apologies to Dean Ambrose. No way, and, Jose and, to and, SmackDown. Yeah. Ap- ap- apologies <laughs> and and best wishes to Dean Ambrose. He's yeah. he's he's hurt uh we'll see you back here next week humanoids
1: we are desperately out of time the tape machines are rolling we'll see you next week on the mass man show